Alright, well, despite all odds and uh, all the unprecedented times, we are back with the And Then There Were Four podcast. Really a year, almost a year coming, uh, December minus February coming. Um, and we're here to talk about some things. And my name is Selena. My song of the year is uh, the Young Bay DNA remix. It's not on Spotify, but it is on YouTube. And uh, I sincerely hope you go listen to it. Every time I listen to it, it changes my life for the better. Wow, I love that. Um, so thanks for coming back. My name is Georgia, and my song of the year, uh, both my top Spotify uh, song was uh, Furniture by Maude Latour. Um, it's, she sounds a lot like Lord, um, and it's very like angsty. And I think this year was pretty angsty. So yeah. Nice. Um, my name is Denise. My uh, my song of the year was my ultimate sad song. I was on my sad song vibes. Um, it's called Crazier Things by Chelsea Cutler. Um, glad to be back. My name is Cheyenne, and my song of the year was After Party by Don Tilver. Yes. Um, yeah, you should look up the YouTube music video and listen to that. And so now we today have a special guest. We're on. He's pulled up. Uh, she's very yes. near, or they are very near and dear to all of us. Um, yeah, I'll turn it over to them to introduce themselves. I guess my pronouns have <laughs> changed. Um, my name is Sophie. Yes, it is true. I am near to them because I literally live with three of them. And uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. My song of the year was probably Reel It In by Amine. And I don't know why, I just found it and I started listening to it and I couldn't stop. So. No meaning behind it. Can't stop, won't stop. Exactly. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about what you want to know about us. Our feelings and thoughts and reflections on everything that's been going on. And much like the dark cloud that we have been in, there's always a silver line in. Um, so we're going to talk about <laughs> the things that uh, we learned, things we hope for, all that kind of stuff surrounding the, the panoramic. Mm -hmm. um, so um, By that she means pandemic. I do indeed mean the pandemic, <laughs> the global pandemic, the coronavirus. Um, so, uh, Sophie, what do you think your silver lining type beat through this has been, what's on it, what do you think? Just like for clarification, Silver Lining is something that's like, I know there's a movie with Jennifer Lawrence from The Hunger Games, <laughs> Silver Lining's playbook, Bradley I think? Cooper, too. Bradley Cooper, yeah. and he was like the world's sexiest man or something after that type B, anyways. So, can someone just explain to me, like, what, what is, what is it? Give me an example. Yeah. So, I feel like if we're talking about a silver lining, you know, we 
or no, a lot of bad things have come out of the pandemic, but um, think of thinking about what is something that's positive that's come out of it, or like around this dark cloud, like what is something positive outlining or like a positive takeaway, um, or maybe something um, that has made you think differently about the world that we previously lived in. Thank you, because I did not clarify any of that. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's really taught me what's important, which is, for me, family, health. That's about it, to be honest. Like, you really... And it also really taught me that, like, we are not entitled to many things in this world. Yeah. Even our own lives, mm -hmm. and even our own health. And those are all things that we have to be actively grateful for. Um, because we just don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, COVID, like, those little droplets of the virus, you know, they don't pick and choose, like, who they're... I mean, heck, our president had it. Not our president anymore. <laughs> but, um... Trump had it, you know? And like, it, it doesn't, it's not selective, right? So, really taught me that we're not entitled to our house. We're not entitled to anything. That this world is really, it's a, it's a gamble sometimes. But we do have to hold on to things that we do have and focus on things that we can have control over. Which uh, I've also learned is like my hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, my work ethic in my studies mm -hmm. and, you know, how I express my love to my friends and and my family. So it's yeah. made me realize that. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for asking. <laughs> Selena? You're welcome. <laughs> you wanna share? Uh sure, I can. So, um, towards the beginning of the pandemic, well, after, you know, we were all sent home in the great collegiate exodus of 2020, uh, I was home and I was spending all of my time at home because where else was I going to be? And I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, who I love dearly, and I'm a very, like, worried person. I wouldn't say that I have anxiety, but I definitely, like, stress about a lot of things. And something that my grandmother really tried to instill in me, and I think she did, you know, with some success, is that kind of what Sophie was saying is that it's really not worth it to worry about things that you can't control. And one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to protect your peace and grow from the struggles that you have with doing so. Mm -hmm. um, and something that I have been doing that I think has been really good for me throughout all of this is meditation or mindfulness or for me what it mostly is is sitting in my bed laying not falling asleep <laughs> um, and you know giving myself time to reflect on things mm -hmm. because even in the pandemic when we were spending a lot of time that just felt like sitting you know there was this really big push to be productive to get something done with your time to better yourself in some kind of way but uh, I've learned that one of the best things you can do for yourself and best ways to better yourself is allow yourself to process things that are happening to you and uh, process things that you're feeling. I think there's some, you know, some beauty in that in itself because mm -hmm. we all have had a lot of time to think. Uh,
Georgia, what about you? Well, thank you both for that. I think that was really beautiful. Um, I think my silver lining kind of stems from what both of you are saying. Uh, so what you're saying about, you know, we're not entitled to anything uh, makes me think back to the very beginning when they were calling off the, I was, I was already sent back home and they were calling off public schools for two weeks mm -hmm. and, um, you know, there was just so much uncertainty in the air and we have gotten so used to or had gotten so used to, you know, everything being given, yeah. uh, given and like taking it for granted uh, that we have all these certainties. But um, I know a lot of people, um, and even myself, can be scared sometimes by like all of this uncertainty yeah. um, and not knowing anything. Um, but at the same time, I think in that moment, I felt kind of excited by the uncertainty, and I sometimes do um, when I have a more positive outlook that, you know, um, we might not know all these things, but that means that there's so much possibility. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that ties into to what, you know, uh, your grandma told you and even told us of like, worrying isn't going to change the outcome mm -hmm. or make it any better. And you kind of just have to let things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, same, similar to you, I've spent a lot of time thinking and I think before the pandemic I like to fill my hours doing things um, and always going between activities but um, I think what something uh, we got to go to dinner to Cheyenne's aunt's house and I really like something that she said um, that she's been spending time uh, you know thinking about being more so than doing because our society is very caught up in doing all the time. I mean, when you ask someone or when you meet someone, one of the first questions will be, what do you do? Um, mm -hmm. Not like, who are you? What do you want to be? Uh, we ask that to children the more, what do you want to be? And it's always a profession. It's not like, I want to be compassionate or kind. Um, uh, yeah, so that's a lot of things, but um yeah so i really appreciated the way that the world has allowed me to like slow down and not always be doing things but uh taking more time to be reflective um and more conscious and aware of the way that i show up in the world the way that i impact people um the yeah the power that my actions and words have um and really being intentional with that mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, that's a lot of things, but, uh, I think my silver lining is the way that the pandemic has allowed us to, um, be more creative and really reimagine the way that we do mm -hmm. things, um, because we can't go on in our past normal, so we have to, uh, do things differently, and I think that, uh, imagination is really cool and powerful. I think a cool thing that Cheyenne's also said, shout out if you're listening. And it really changed my perspective on how I approach everything. But like, you know, we're not we don't have to be caught up in the storm of like everything going on. Like we're just in the center of it and we have the power to choose like how we're going to navigate it part and part, like part by part. So yeah. Thanks for sharing Georgia. Wait, Georgia, towards the end you said, like, the past normal is, like, mm -hmm. not what we have anymore. How do you feel about people using the word the new normal? Mm. Mm. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like normal is a strange thing. Like, it's, it's really different for everyone. Um, uh, I th yeah, I think everyone has their own kind of normal. Um, uh, I don't really, I don't keep pondering that, but the new normal just sits kind of oddly with me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels weird. Mm -hmm. The new normal makes it sound like things are going to be bad. Mm -hmm. Or like uncomfortably new, <laughs> yeah, and um, and that's really upsetting. But it's also not. Who knows what it will be, honestly. Um. Honestly, you know, not that if we talk about specifics like masks, mm. there are you know good and bad things about masks, but in general, like. People are now going to be able to feel comfortable wearing a mask and protecting themselves from other nasty people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to cover their mouth when they sneeze. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to wear a mask when I was in high school after I had a transplant and I was um, immunocompromised. And I was like... I don't want to say I was a pariah, but it was rough, you know? It was, like, very uncomfortable, like, th thing to do. So now our world has been forever changed. Mm -hmm. And who knows if that's good or bad. I mean, um, like we were saying earlier, um, the, we don't know the world before 9-11. You know, our, our parents say that back then <laughs> you could just... Yeah, Denise and I were joking. We were like... Yeah, for 9-11, our parents were always like, yeah, I could stumble onto a plane. I said, I was taking sharks onto a plane. I was taking machetes on. I, uh, I stripped on a branch and I fell into a plane. Just like all she of these different things. walked onto a plane. And, yeah. And we don't know what that is, but we know that <laughs> we're probably a little bit safer just because yeah. we can't bring anything more than, you know. Because we can't skateboard onto a plane. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that the silver lining has taught me adaptability. Yeah. And I am shocked by how much I have been able to sustain, be sustained in this time. Because mm -hmm. last winter break, I was at home for like three weeks and I thought I was going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I didn't know. <laughs> Because UNC gets out so much earlier than everyone else, I was like, I was really, yeah. And <laughs> so, um, you know, the pandemic hit, and I honestly was able to stay afloat pretty well. And it wasn't that I didn't have hard times, hard days, hard thoughts. I was just able to sit with them, recognize them, feel them, and move forward mm. so there, yeah there's a great sense of resiliency I think that's been birthed out of this time and learning that you can you know like a vacuum just take a lot of things in but not have to be overtaken by them mm. you know you are able to take in process and spew out which I think we always have had the ability to do but Without this, you know, COVID really forces you to look at what it did to you. Like a catalyst. Right. You know, before, you, you might not have done that. So, 
Um, yeah, I think adaptability has been great in this time and also just being able to sit with the unknown. I feel like I've always been in the unknown um, season because <laughs> I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. Mm -hmm. And um, but I think now it's not so scary. It's just mm -hmm. kind of like just be faithful to today yeah. and tomorrow will figure itself out. Yeah. And you know, that's something that I've been trying to understand for myself, but you know, this, this really forced that to happen. And one of my classes, my teacher asked something like, how are you guys, you know, doing this? And I was like, I don't think that far in advance. I wake up in the morning, I think about today. Potentially I think about tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe I think about the end of the week. After that, I don't really know. All I know is what's going on today. And being really, really, um, you know, faithful to that day and what I want to do and how I want to spend it. And that I can, and that it can be better tomorrow, which is really all that you can ask. Yeah. So, yeah. Cheyenne, what, what have you taken from this just unprecedented time of COVID? Yeah. Um. It's been a lot. Uh, I don't know. I guess like. I'll start my silver lining was keeping me together or whatever and I'd say that would be y'all friends and being here with y'all because if I were well first off I might be staying back home um but had I been here or whatever school would have been like harder I think I think this I really enjoyed being here near campus like right down the road and stuff um to still like have that college experience the best way we can now during the pandemic. I think for me, just the vibe of UNC, I needed that because <laughs> otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> um, so it was nice to be able to find a spot and people who I enjoy to spend my junior year with. And then going forward, I don't really know. I guess just getting excited for whatever good could happen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or like, I'm, I'm pretty curious about how things will look after like vaccines start being distributed and stuff and like how life will go back to whatever because it's like Jordi's or like a past normal. Like we're never going to see that again. Mm -hmm. So what is going to be the new life or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. They think that occupies my brain a lot. Yeah. Had a lot of sitting and thinking about myself, about school, about grad school, what I'm gonna do about that and my <laughs> plan there. Yeah, really also like not really knowing anything or be able to like plan like hang out with people because like I'm a very people person, that has sucked. Yeah. Not be able to go on lunch dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, that sucked, but I think what I got out of that is like going outside into nature and taking advantage of that because like hiking will always be there, a walk will always be there with someone or whatever. Yeah, but also 
not being able to plan much or like have a set schedule. I'm a very I need to know details person that has thrown me off and for a loop. And I've had to become comfortable and just okay with not knowing what my school schedule will look like. <laughs> not knowing like if I'll be working on patients or clinicals or like not knowing anything really. And yeah, that has been hard. But I think I'm pretty okay with just saying, you know, it is what it is, it'll be what it'll be, and I can't help that. So, um, pretty comfortable in that. I don't really sh um, stress anymore about the unknown, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't say I was like taunted by it before. I just, I don't know. I like to be ordered. And this is not ordered at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it's taught me to be patient, to be uh, easier on myself, to take care of myself more. I do lots of more self care and retail therapy. That has really been, yeah. And iced coffee. McDonald's. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know where we are. Yeah. If I wouldn't, if I hadn't swiped my card and like done any self care, I think I would deteriorate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess just patience. You know, timing will be perfect or whatever. Whenever it happens, it happens. And uh, yeah, it's really a growing season. So, oh, and to be grateful for what I have, and yeah, for those around me and my help. So, love you, Shannon. Love you, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as young people, as we're all in college, it's and like all this uncertainty is both easier and harder on us at the same time and mm -hmm. that you know we have our lives ahead of us so like it's okay for us and like in the realm of society like it's okay for us to not know necessarily what we are doing and have this uncertainty because mm -hmm. there still is this possibility of deciding um or we're like we are in a state of change we are yeah. growing building our skill set and like mm -hmm. becoming uh the people and uh, that we want to be, mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I think it's hard to have all this uncertainty because we are, you know, becoming adults and mm -hmm. need to adapt into this society of yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to talk about that conversation we had in your car or my car. We were driving and we were like. Yeah, like a lot of this stuff sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but then you really just look outside yourself and look outside of this like college bubble, mm -hmm. and you realize you're actually fine because yeah. you you you're in college, you're receiving a college education. Like we're stressed about careers that will make us like fifty thousand dollars a year and up. Generally, yeah. Generally, right? And it's like. Yeah. Even if that fails, we have our parents and our families and our networks back home to fall back on, you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so that makes me think of two things. First, it was my car. Wait, no. Might have been your car. No, I don't know. Doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, I do remember that conversation. And, like you're saying, the entire looking beyond yourself, we're going to be fine. And also that, um, something that my dad tells me relatively often is that it's never quite as bad as you think. Um, and so also being able to realize, you know, the things that you do have in the moments when you have nothing else um, is also really important. The second thing that I thought of was um, we've recently become part of Bachelor Nation. Um, <laughs> Bachelorette. Yeah, Bachelorette Nation, whatever Chris Harrison says. Um, and so there is a contestant, a man, fellow on the Bachelorette. Uh, named Bennett, Wealth Manager, <laughs> and uh, for the past couple episodes, there's been this really weird theme about like emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and like how you interact with people, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, listening to all of us and talking about how we've been reflecting and you know thinking about our own emotions made me think about how we are becoming more emotionally intelligent, like within ourselves. Like, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of power in being able to be like, I feel this way. Mm -hmm. This is how I am interacting with myself because of this and I am going to do this and this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like Jamie, you're talking about, you know, becoming more mm -hmm. familiar okay with like the unknown and Denise, you becoming more adaptable, like just recognizing that you're doing those things is like good for you and will allow you to be like, you know, have stronger relationships with other people. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe I need that book on emotional intelligence from you. So. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We don't need that Harvard man to tell us what we yeah. need. Wealth management. Yeah. Yeah. Bennett really... Shyan hates Bennett. Yes. yes. Don't we all? Strong. We all do, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate him as much as I hate Noah, truly. Yeah, I hate Noah. Okay. That's <laughs> a fool. They're both fools, honestly. I think I came upon listening to both Denise and Shyan talk about what I don't like about either the word normal or the new normal. I think normal implies or means like a constant sort of thing without change and um, cool. yeah. But I think what I was also trying to get out of like us being younger people is like we are in a state of change and mm -hmm. like the way things are are not good for lack of not cursing. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, not good, so, very bad. <laughs> very bad. Um, so, you know, like, I want, there's so many things that I want to see change and be different. And I think I was trying to, like, get to that earlier, too, about, mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't have to, we're, like, people are generally comfortable, can fall back into the status quo of normal. Mm -hmm. um, and the uncertainty makes people feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but yeah. uh, being this way allows us to see that, like, maybe there's not a reason that um, you know, have to do things the way that we do things. Um, maybe we can do things differently. And, yeah, so. I guess we can just leave off with one thing we're looking forward to. In the new year, 2021, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All slang. <laughs> I can uh, start. Yeah. I'm gonna jumpstart my career as a famous comedian. Oh, I'm so excited. Amazing. And <laughs> can't wait. save those claps for my stand-up show, everybody. Uh, uh, 
Don't get too excited. George, what are you looking forward to? Um, uh, man, I, you know, I'm still on this uncertainty thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, uh, I'm like Denise, I've been thinking about the today for so long, so it's hard to think of tomorrow and the whole year, but, um, you know, I'm trying to do something different, not do school in the spring, uh, so stay tuned, I might be doing uh, something else and gaining skills for a future career in education. So we'll see. I'm excited about that. What about you, Denise? Mm, I think. Wait, what was the question? Like, what are we what are looking, looking forward, forward to in 2021? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I think I would like to think that <laughs> when the clock strikes, like, junior year things will be completely normal and fine but i don't think that's gonna happen yeah. so i think you know what i'm looking forward to most is growing in self growing mm -hmm. in confidence growing mm -hmm. in skills and things that i like and that i want <laughs> i think i've stolen <laughs> So she's gonna have to think of something else. <laughs> you can keep still. You can still say it, bro. You know what I'm saying? At least you didn't say you want to be a famous comedian. <laughs> I'm on my way to being a famous somebody. I think we're all Yes, gonna, you are. You know, we all want to be famous. <laughs> um, maybe I should put it out there today. I told them that if I become the president, I'll, I'll, each, give, I'll each make them a secretary or something, so... Y'all yeah. gonna see the nepotism. Yeah, you can be the secretary of education, don't worry. Thanks, yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what we're growing in. Cheyenne, what do you, what do you think? Um, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> a lot of what you said. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of personal growth to go forward still. Um, a lot of learning, I don't really know what to look forward to and what not to because, you know, getting your hopes up these days, they get crashed super harshly, uh, so, you know, try not to do that, but I'd like to hope that I could look forward to some traveling again, potentially, um, I really enjoy school right now because I'm doing something that I love, so I'm looking forward to the new semester and we love that. being halfway done just one more year after this and learning more skills there. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to spending the summer here in my apartment, our apartment, our first place at home mm -hmm. together. That's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll get a, a good internship or a good job, but that would be nice to have a break from school. Yes. Um, and then I gotta get on the celebrity dentist type beat soon, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying to be celebrities in here, or a dentist to one, so. All trying to be yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. Just trying so to make it out. <laughs> um, I think I'm realizing that every single thing that I do, and everything that I say, and everything that I think does matter, because it impacts something else that I will do, or say, or think. So, really getting my priorities straight, just right now, I guess, and like that starts small with like 
okay, what foods am I eating? Like, is this healthy? Am I like uh, walking, like exercising? Am I showering regularly? You know, am I am I washing my clothes? <laughs> like, okay, this makes me sound like I'm disgusting, She's and not. I hope I'm not. Um, <laughs> no. But you know, like being intentional about those things that we, I may not think about mm-hmm. right now. Protecting your well-being. Yep. Well, I would like to add to my previous answer because I did <laughs> only say I wanted to be famous. <laughs> Everyone else said something that was inspirational. Sia's always been here for the bit. Uh, yeah, live by the bit, die by the bit. But I think that something to look forward to in jumpstarting my comedy career is um, becoming less self-conscious, more secure in my own identity and the ways that I'm great and the ways that I um, can laugh and smile with people even though times are hashtag unprecedented. So yeah. I think there's something cool in that as well. Yeah. And great you are. Great Thank you, brother. You and as all, you are as all so well. Um, well. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, but i just like to say, uh, Selena, Sophie, and I were training for a half marathon. How would you say that training?